Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Blake. And I'm Scott. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. And apparently a lot of other stuff too. Not to be This episode is brought to you by Big Ear Pedals. Go to BigEarPedals.com. Check out our great friends. Blake, you're friends with Bigger Pedals. I'm very good friends with Bigger Pedals. When is this episode going to release? Uh, the second. Say. Yeah, tomorrow. Uh, okay, then I can't tell you what I was going to I know, tell you. you, but you got a you got a package from them. I did. And I'm looking, I'm, at, I'm looking at it right now. I'm kind of hoping it's the thing that I got to hear that me and AWOL got to help AB while I was out in Nashville. Then it is that thing. Okay. <laughs> All right. So listen, everyone, you guys are going to be really excited. So uh, can you, do they have a release date that you could tease? The ninth. All right. So uh, if you're listening to the second, so this will be, if you're catching up like a week later, um, we could talk about it next week though, but uh, go check out biggerpedals.com on the ninth to get some cool new stuff going. On. Yep. 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 Uh, I think if you are plugged into the pedal internet, uh, you probably won't be able to avoid it on the ninth. I'm Most hoping likely. so. I can't Most wait likely. for everyone complaining in every gear group about what's the deal with all these releases happening on the same day. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. I think I think the people who actually like pay attention to big ear pedals though aren't going to be those people because usually those people are the ones that are complaining about like like Fender or like Grandpa Joe's on there going, "What? Try these Fenders in my face." Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I think I think it'll probably be. I think some people will want to watch most of these videos, actually, even after they know what it is, to see the YouTubers' reactions. Right. Because I don't like unboxing videos. I never watch them. But I'm going to watch this because their reactions are going to be funny. So, and yeah, that's so that's why Grant messaged me and asked me if I knew any YouTubers who were unboxers, like people mm -hmm. who did unboxings. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay, it's all, I'm sorry, I'm piecing things together from what I've gathered. So everyone's going to be, you know what? You're not going to be disappointed. So February 9th, go check out BigEarPedals.com. You can check out beforehand and buy other things. Actually, but... isn't, Blake, don't you know of a little secret way that people might be able to know a little sooner than other people? I know of a couple, yeah, a couple few secret ways. The free ways are to join the Tone Mob text chat and the, uh, and the newsletter. That's going to be the second people to know. But the first people to to know will be the patrons of the Tone Mob podcast. So um, you will be knowing. Yeah, uh, and and so like, how do you know about the Tone Mob podcast, Blake? Uh, well, my other personality actually hosts it, and so we talk to each other once in a while. So I have a feeling if you're listening to this podcast, you you probably already know who Blake Wyland is, um, as some of us refer to him as the Godfather. Uh, <laughs> listen, this I think man that's just you. I was probably just me, but like, that's because he let me control his Instagram for a few days, and that was really cool. Like, and he had to like text me. He's like, "Slow, that, that was ill advised. Yeah. Slow down, slow down." I was like a kid, like on meth in a candy shop. Like it was absolutely insane. I was like, "Oh my gosh, there's so much stuff going on everywhere." Like, yeah. That was uh, that was like my first. Uh, what was my second summer name? That's whenever I brought cardboard Blake. Yep, the legendary cardboard Blake. The I still have his head. Wherever he, oh. wherever he is. He's oh, here that's Mark, Mark Johnson cut it off, didn't he? 
And we left his and we left the body in the bathroom at Summernam. Yes. Yes. Hashtag... I think I cut it off. I think Mark held held it. Oh, okay, that's what yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that happened right in front of the big ear pedals. Wow, full circle, guys. Look at that. Look All at right. that. Um let's see. Well, Blake, you we you've already kind of talked about like what's new. Oh, really quick. Also, this episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporters. Go to patreon.com slash the effects loop and you can join the few, the proud, the Patreons. <laughs> The very few, slightly, <laughs> the very few, the slightly proud patrons. All right. Um, Scott, do you have anything new this week? We'll just kind of like try to pass this because we're doing speed run on gear news this week. Yeah. Did I mention I got a new color box? Oh, oh the, the V2? Yeah, I got the V2. I sold my V1 and I bought a V2. What do you think? I, I haven't plugged it in yet. <laughs> I, uh, I, I got yeah, it I, and then promptly head out, headed out of town for a week. So I haven't, I haven't had much of a time to play with any pedals. I really want a color box because I want to do the like DI straight into board like beetle sound because I remember when the V1 came out that was a big thing like with the uh, with some of the demos was that sound and I, I like the direct to board kind of sound. So I'll put it this way. Um, if you're a bass player, I like it better than a Sans amp mm-hmm. as a direct mm-hmm. solution. Um, if you are recording with a microphone, I think it sounds fantastic um, as an option. I use it to sweeten I, when I was doing some captures and stuff like that, uh, for, uh, my, uh, what do you call it? The modeling app thing I use, um, quad cortex. Yes. That. And <laughs> what's the other one that I use? The helix Kemper. Kemper. No. Yes, the Kemper. No, I don't think Scott, have you been on the helix journey at all? Um, I have used helix. Okay. I've never actually used a full size one. I've only messed around with a stomp. Okay. I like the helix. I don't have any issues with it. For, I kind of want one for a five hundred dollar amp in a box solution. It's pretty stellar, especially the uh, f- uh, the effects and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, honestly, the, the, just having the delays and reverbs on there and just kind of taking care of everything. I mean, even some of the drives in that system are, are pretty good. I know they have a Timmy drive that's fantastic, and uh, the the Klon's pretty good in there too. Yeah, or as a stereo amp with a stereo effects loop option. I mean, there's tons of great yeah. things you can do with it. Um, I mentioned I got an Iridium, right? yes okay yeah um i will say i think i like the sound of the iridium more than i like the sound of an ajax stump but <sighs> from functionality way and price point i mean i use stomp is one of the best deals in the market right now in my opinion yeah i need to get one because i ordered some stuff from sweetwater that's coming in in a few days you keep saying you ordered stuff but you you sent me the tracking number on it and i know your zip code so i'm able to look up statuses on it yeah, <laughs> I don't know right. what it is. <laughs> so, so, I'm gonna, so, so, so the surprise. So I tried I, to rewrite I, the package. That's what I tried to do. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I so I just want to point out too, like I love Sweetwater because my salesman is someone that I've known before he was a salesman at Sweetwater. So it's the only place I call. And he answers the phone. He goes, "Oh, hey, Daddy Diaz." <laughs> the guitar Center doesn't give you that love. That's all That's I'm saying. Right. No, That's no one's right. calling me Daddy at Guitar Center. No, they're <laughs> saying stop playing that riff. They're, Get out of here. They're like, I'm not calling you daddy. I'm calling the Department of Homeland Security. This is harassment. <laughs> Sir, um, we told you you cannot come in here without pants on. <laughs> this isn't the website. You but you're my pants. daddy. But That's you're right. my daddy. Come <laughs> in my belly. Um, yeah, so no. Wow, my, this call... turned into fat bastard really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I eat because I'm sad. Or I'm sad because I eat. I eat because I'm sad. All right. Uh, so I finally did it. I've been talking about it for what almost a year now. Um, I ordered a new board. 
um i did tell i did tell you no i told someone else what it was i got the no actually i do know what it is yeah yeah i got the trio 43 i got the big daddy i'm going is full it, space is, is 43 bigger than a pt pro i believe it is that's a big think, board yeah i'm really excited because i'm gonna finally put my rotosphere on my board uh important question can you lift that without throwing out your back no no it, uh, that's why i have children so okay. i'll get the little one to get one end the middle one gets the other and i'll have to team effort that thing up do you have a gig bag for that or is it gonna be a hard case uh, i haven't ordered a case yet because i'm not playing anywhere right now and i really was just kind of trying to pace my spending the gig mm. bag is only like 110 bucks that's not bad no and the, well the hard case is like 400 if you get the temple audio one but i'm sure you could easily get one made uh by a different company for a little bit less uh, but I have no need for a flight case, really. I mean, it's I'm not about going. what you need. Okay, it's about what your heart desires. It's more about what I can show off on my Instagram and get more likes. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the real I mean, point yeah. of being a guitar player. That's there's no there's no other reason. There's no other reason. I actually don't know how to play guitar. Um, I've just been collecting them for a while now, just to hang out with everyone. I mean. That is almost more fun than playing the instrument sometimes. Let's let's be totally honest. Like sitting like it's almost like we sit around and just talk about guitars and then people will give us money to just sit around and talk about guitars. Yeah, that's where we all that's where we all look at the camera and break the fourth wall. Yeah, I, I, I've been playing guitar <laughs> in churches that, you know, get like, I don't know, 600, 700 people a week through there. Oh, are you trying to get a sponsorship? Cuz that's no, no, that, no, no, no. that's the way to do it. The sad part is I go to places and no one has any idea who I am if I don't have a guitar on me. Like, like, oh. I, like I'm on stage every other week at these churches and no one in the congregation even recognizes me. So that yeah, shows you, you just like well, yeah, how, it shows how lack you're, you're, of rec- recognition you get when you actually play at places. No, you just got to get a better personality. That was hurtful. Damn, I'm sorry. That was rude. That was mean. <laughs> wow. I don't know where that came from. Maybe some, some built up resentment because you're so dang tall and gorgeous all right let's move on to gear news because we got to speed run this thing blake has stuff to do all right you guys are don't we know, playing a timer blake is an important man. He, has, he has stuff and things uh we can do timer if you want and then everyone gets one one pass oh they, we're doing timer this yeah. is gonna be interesting oh yeah yeah, yeah. um we'll do what like 90 seconds all right we can do 90 seconds i mean i'm used to only just going for 90 seconds so this will be perfect <laughs> awesome oh oh yeah that, yeah that totally was a joke all right so the chief disruptor has uh, oh do we have the timer ready scott i'm sorry it's up oh we actually had cameras on this week so i can just actually just push this in your face look at that oh my oh well but how are we going to look at the thing you, you don't have multiple tabs we open use... well yeah, i just use the like tabs thing i don't <laughs> you burned 30 <laughs> seconds of this <laughs> all right i guess we're not talking about whatever i can't find it now dang it what is going i don't need this is how you last 90 seconds right, chief- isn't it oh my gosh that's <laughs> yeah, called this is this is gear news foreplay the chief disruptor has arrived it's kma machines new fuzz distortion pedal um it looks absolutely insane let me awesome. tell you about that their artwork is always on point it is it's um, so legit. I love the I love the large knobs. I love the different size knobs. I don't know why different size knobs. Like the, it makes it feel more like a control board. 
And the layout is cool. very aesthetically pleasing. Like even if it was a bare enclosure, it's yeah. it's very aesthetically pleasing the way the knobs and, and switches are configured. I like that. Yeah, when I, I mean based on uh based on looks alone, this looks like a fantastic pedal. Um did anyone have a chance to listen to it yet? No, but it does say, you know, that epically huge and super saturated tone. Some might call it big and muffy. Oh, mm. yeah. Okay. But it's mm -hmm. got a top yeah. boost circuit in it, too, that you can switch well, on and off, which is pretty dope. That well, is didn't dope. they have a big muff top boost? And that's time. <laughs> All right. We're going to give it a couple more seconds because it, like half of the time was totally me just going. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. So, uh. I love muff circuits with a lot of control because that's one one thing I don't enjoy about muff circuits is the lack of control. Granted, most people with fuzzes want to keep it simple, but uh, I'm weird with fuzzes. I like getting more treble out of my fuzz, and uh, yeah, I like it whenever you have a whole lot of control. This is this looks fantastic. Yeah, and they they, they nail that stuff. The price point isn't that far off. So what? It's 130. Uh, is that pounds? It's 179 pounds. Yeah. Oh yeah, I wow, one hundred seventy nine pounds, which so is two hundred forty two dollars, which is not two hundred. Dude, that's not horrible. Pedals now are two hundred twenty dollars to two fifty dollars. Like that no, is no, 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 That is the price point of boutique pedals now. I was upset about my conversion process. I was, I was like, so that's like what two hundred dollars, and it's actually two hundred forty. I was way off. So, yeah, that's that's the thing. I I think that with few exceptions, that is that is true. We're seeing the prices push up to that level. And, yep. you know, Wampler and I actually talked about it on Chasing Toad probably a month ago where he said he, d he did the inflation calculator real quick. And he mm -hmm. was like, he was like, if I just kept up with inflation, like just since he started to now, he's like, my average price point should be $280. Right. And so, you know, the fact that it's been able to be 199 ish for so long is actually kind of impressive. Like, well, the great thing about a lot of those, a lot, the great thing about boutique pedal companies, in the for the most part, is they're ran by musicians who want to make things accessible. Like not just in the fact that they want to get their pedals out there, they want their pedals accessible to normal musicians, and it's not always about like making the big bucks and everything. I mean. And honestly, like if you think about it too, whenever it comes down to just if you're able to put more out there, you can still make pretty decent money. But a lot of the pedal builders, it seems like they just really do care about making it where people can get their pedals. Now, when you get the bigger companies, they start worrying more about the dollars and cents of how much we're making and all like that. Not saying like Brian doesn't care about how much he's making. I'm sure he's very mindful of that. But like you said, they're not keeping up with inflation. They're keeping things around the same ballpark and they're making it where people like me can afford to get them. Well, yeah. speaking of pedals that people like Diaz can't afford to get, Jackson Audio has now teamed up <laughs> with Corey Wong to launch the Optimist, a MIDI controlled dual overdrive that combines a Timmy and a Klon. Um, I, I'm really shocked there's not a compressor on it. Like, I'm 100% shocked that, that one side. I know they just did uh, like a compressor overdrive. But still, like Corey Wong, like when you hear him, all you hear is like clean compression. Yeah, you don't really think of Corey part. Wong with a overdrive at all. But not um, really. He's been tooling around with one a little bit more. First off, this comes in at three hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, that name, I'm telling you, that not the Jackson Audio name, that Corey Wong name, and I mean, but it's a dual overdrive, and that, I'm I'm guessing it's very smart. Um, 
Like it, it does quite a bit more than just on the surface stuff. Cause everything I've had from everything I've seen from Jackson audio and I've owned before has always had like deep dive stuff. And, uh, yeah. So I don't think that's horrible. You know, my grievance with the Jackson audio stuff is their MIDI tends to be CC commands only. So you can, yeah. like, you can move a knob or something like that. You can't create presets. Yeah. And that, that always kind of takes me off. Well, I'll let's get a hold of Brad. Let him know how you feel. <laughs> yeah, because I'm sure Brad Jackson loves hearing about strangers at the internet who have complaints about his products from everything we've seen over the last couple of years. So there's I, nothing. I was say, there's well, nothing... He's done a lot to ignore all that stuff. I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah li you, listen, my favorite thing is seeing J Brad Jackson interact with someone on Facebook complaining about a product because the whole time I'm just sitting here like flipping a coin, like which way is it going to go? Which way is it going to go? <laughs> I mean, like, like if it was Mike Fuller, you know which way it's gonna go. But like Brad, it's like you you're either getting like super nice, awesome, or you're getting like Mike Fuller stuff. And yeah, it's it's really it. hard to gauge. Yeah, definitely. I feel like I'm gonna go start just complaining about Jackson Audio products randomly to see if I can get him to engage. I mean, that would be kind of a d bag move, but hey. Okay, I'll, I'll throw this out there. How accessible is a Timmy right now? Can you just buy them? Uh, I think you can just buy the MXR one. Okay, there's that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I know that because Paul's really been working hard on the uh, Tim V2. So I think that the Timmy has kind of fallen wayside because the MXR has put that out and is, is continuing, continuing that legacy. Um, and then that gives Paul the time to work on the Tim. Because yeah. to my knowledge, and I keep checking on this, the, the Klon KTR V2 has not come out yet, despite it being reported that it was coming out weeks ago. It's um, coming right out. Coming out after the boost and right before the JHS seesaw. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so this is combining two pedals that you can't really get, but at the same time, well, uh, there's tons of clones. So my question is, how do they clones and whatnot? So I wonder if they're using the Timmy. If they're saying Timmy and like, because I mean, I'm it's I'm inspired Paul, I'm sure by the something. Timmy. I don't think they they actually just call it OD two. I don't okay. think they. I don't think they asked Paul what he thought about it. Right. I think they just did it. I, I don't yeah. know that for a fact. That is pure conjecture on my part, but it, it, it would appear that that is the case. Well, I mean, honestly, it could have been the person who wrote the article just used the word Timmy, and that's not Jax. I didn't see Jackson's website, so I can't tell if that's actually it. But um, yeah, that would be interesting if they use the name Timmy, because like I feel like Paul's one of those people. Paul's one of those builders that like um, is kind of. I just feel like he's highly respected because he kind of does his thing. He's kind of like uh, Mike from analog man like where he does his thing he puts them out you know that's cool and i feel like anyone who kind of messes with him is just like let's not do that bud <laughs> like, <laughs> like let's let's just not like there's a few i feel like there's just a few builders that are like kind of off limits um and uh i think paul kind of falls under that probably maybe because i'm just like friends with them on facebook and every once in a while i like to watch them rant and it's always a lot of fun you know what brand I'd seen nothing but good news for them from and seems to be on the rise right now. I'm guessing jam pedals. Jam pedals. And you know what they just oh. did? What'd they do? They came out with the Mark III version of the Delay Llama, adding tap tempo and subdivision toggles. Cool. Wait, what did we didn't we talk about a jam pedal last week? I think we did. But we talked uh, about so many um, things last week, I don't remember it anymore. Yeah, I've slept since then. Uh, so I love the I just love the name, the Delhi Llama. Like that's Yeah, that's fun. That is fun. It's a great sounding it. delay too. Yeah, I love. I, I mean, great. It does some things that usually get on the pedal and tap. 
you got subdivisions besides that it's just pretty basic but it sounds fantastic yeah hey diaz turn off your camera you're uh oh. clipping oh oh my oh i thought you saw that never mind oh no uh <laughs> should i turn mine off too you can do whatever you want <laughs> um but yeah it does yeah, also you're, include you're, a bucket brigade chip from you panasonic you so you got all that great analog goodness in this thing so um I know they come in a little pricier than let's call it the American made boutique ones, but huh? definitely give them a look. Um, if you do have a vendor nearby, no, I like, no, it's I like not really gems. that pricey. Oh, go. Oh, mm. oh, sorry. Okay. never mind. I don't want to say it. Okay. It's okay. No, don't say it. I like I'll tie it in. I, the jam pedals, uh, I think always sound really good. Uh, but for me personally, uh, I don't love how they look. It's kind of the opposite of the KMA where I'm like, everything KMA does looks awesome to me. Yeah. Uh, the jam pedals, I'm always kind of like, mm, it sounds awesome. It's, it sounds awesome and functionally looks great, but it's not my vibe aesthetically in general. That's, that's you know, it's my, my vibe problem. aesthetically in general. What? And they're launching a new affordable hammer tone range of pedals. Uh, is it though? Is at you know what honestly I love all I'm, I'm be things amp knob. Uh yeah, I like the amp knobs. I'm sorry. So uh, I had uh, Ben from uh, Electromotive Sound Co. He mm -hmm. built me a uh, custom overdrive pedal, uh, and it's Pelham Blue with SG knobs. So like I like I don't know I like when people get a little crazy with the knobs. So do the knobs light up or is that just that's uh, just the they're just yeah they're just they're just colored my thing is they okay. went with this hammer tone vibe right which i'm okay with i think that's which cool. they've done before yeah it's, yeah they, they, they that's they've done that line they should have just used the classic amp knob and not did these colors i, I like the, i mean I yeah like these the are colors. these are kind of a play on the silver face era but like it's not at the same time yeah so I, like i like for instance the metal one looks the best to me because it like it all flows because it's black yeah, because it's black. Everything just works like well. Just like my soul. Just like how I like my coffee. Yeah. Um, all right. So can we just talk about Fender launching nine pedals all at once? I mean, they. they I'm surprised that people haven't complained that all of the demo videos have come out. Are they Are they all going to come out at once? I haven't really I actually, had a chance to do much of a deep dive on any of these yet. Me either. I kind of just looked at them. I was like, cool. I would like to play those sometime. I actually, am genuinely excited about it because... For, for under $100, you can buy yeah. new knobs. They're cheap, uh, and Fender in, in lately, not traditionally, but lately, yes. I've really liked the Fender pedals. I so, really like have. my, I had a Marine Layer reverb, and if it wasn't for the size, I would have kept that. Mm -hmm. it, it, they've they've done really well. Fender's done really well of putting out um, what seems to be besides like I mean they've 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 got their hit and misses. They're a large company that has a lot lot of spots putting stuff out. But for the for the pedals recently, where they had the the line previously, um, it was fantastic. Yeah, the, you know the uh, the, the aesthetics. Pugilist. The pugilist is an underrated yes. dirt pedal. I think people got turned off by it, thinking or not turned the size. off. The size, it's big, but it's also a two in one to a degree. But I think the main yeah. problem with it is they labeled it as a distortion, and I consider it definitely in the overdrive category. For well, me. and also the there those pedals are. Uh, not well shaped for pedal boards in my opinion they don't fall they don't follow the normal form right so I, that's i that's, like them though like i like the way they did the battery boxes on them and yes some of those that's no, the, 
the battery boxes because they they do the, like the um kind Flip of like thing. uh yeah way huge right is it way huge uh, that has them i thought way huge you had to unscrew no no or it, pretty, is I'm, it something that, like isn't way huge is a, it's a clip-in isn't it yeah how does how is theirs what, what am i missing? fenders just had a, a spring on a oh, hinge yeah. and it just flips right open and there you go oh that's right isn't it like okay. a magnet door too or maybe i'm wrong about that I think it clasped in some way. I don't remember. It's been a while it, since I've used one. It but. was sturdy, but it was easy to open. It was yeah. I like the knobs. I like the knobs lighting up. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. that was fun. They had great that features. Was... Um, so these, we've got, we've got nine new ones. Diaz, you want to read the list? Yeah, yeah. So you know I love lists. We've got distortion, overdrive. We've, or overdrive. we've got a delay, reverb, flanger, fuzz, metal, chorus, and then a space delay, which I'm guessing is kind of like a reverb delay, like kind of like a space echo. Mm -hmm. So I'm guessing the blue delay is closer to like a digital delay. Yeah, that'd I, be, that's a safe assumption, I think. Um, what are the, hold on, what are the, we've got types and mods. So no, it's probably an analog. It might be analog because um, it's got modulation. Does it have a bunker? I bet you it's, I bet you it's not analog. I bet you it may be analog voiced, but I bet you. Well, that's, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. I didn't. I don't think it's really analog. Not for under a hundred dollars. I mean, they're all these. You know, most of these are like eighty bucks. Oh wait, never mind. Hold on one second. So I just happen to scroll down. I've only seen the knobs from like a front facing point of view. Yeah, they're never tall. Mind. These look like. Yeah, they look like giant. Like, be like in a weird sex shop. <laughs> Is there any other kind? I feel like maybe that you actually maybe you remember whenever you were a kid and you went to the video rental store and there was that spot in the back that you weren't allowed to go to. And now as an adult, you realize what it was because it was a family place and all the perverts had to go to the back. I feel like you'd have to go to the back to get this pedal. <laughs> plus, it's that was cheap. very long, but but it, yeah, and plus it's cheap. Um, I said right. the late Let, metal. The delay. Keep talking. Go ahead. The, the delay pedal we were talking about, the blue one, is digital but does feature analog dry through. Great if you're using a complex. Well, the, it's supposed to be complex, but they put complex, wet dry rig, or just want to retain the analog nature of your dry signal. There are controls for delay mix, time, and feedback, as well as two toggle switches to switch delay voices and engage modulation, respectively. That's ninety nine ninety nine. So at that price point, we're up against GHS three series. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yep. In that realm, um, um, and you're sitting between the two different TC electronic ranges, basically. Yeah. And some bus stuff. Uh, what else is in that ballpark? I feel like there's one more. Behringer? MXR. No. MXR is no. a little bit more. MXR that... new is is in that like 150 to 180 range, usually. The overdrive stuff can be down to like 130, close to 100. Dan Electro. The... Like the Millionaire series. Oh yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Those those yeah. were those were in that ballpark, weren't they? Not, I don't know. The Millionaire was cheaper than that, or the Billionaire series. I got all those. I bought the whole series for like three hundred bucks. Yeah. So yeah, it's know. it's an interesting spot in the market because there are undercutting some of the more traditional players. I mean, I, just the, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say one of the th initial thoughts I had was, um, should Fender do a Squire line of pedals? No. They, I believe they've done that before. They've done Squire products outside of guitars, and they were absolute ass. I'm trying to um, think, like, other than amps, what have they done that, that weren't? They did. A, I'm, I, I, I'm pretty sure they did a line of pedals. 
Hmm. I don't remember that. That's crazy. I it could have been a dream I had, but <laughs> I'm I think they did. So these the, this is the thing. This this is what I can see with this line, and this is what's going to make this line work. They're going to put these in every guitar center. Mm-hmm. Some guy's going to walk in. Some 55, 65 year old man who's like, all these kids with these pedals. Well, Fender's making it, and I trust Fender, and they're going to buy it because it's under a hundred dollars. Or it'll be the kid that's like buying a Squire. And it's like, yeah. oh, I would really like to use some pedals. What should I, think I do? That's, I think I think that's where, like, I think Scott you know, mentioning a Squire line of pedals would work. But the thing is, is the, the Fender should just put their name on it because it's going to be, no matter where, those pedals are probably going to be made overseas. Because they're not I'm guessing average. these are. I'm, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. They have to be. Unless you've got, like, some kid in, like, his grandpa's basement building these. Um, but... There's no way that they could do these for under a hundred dollars and not be overseas. But the thing about, I mean, that's a big thing with Fender and Squire is Fender is USA and Mexico, and like when you Squire's where you're starting to get a lot like farther, like overseas. Like, is Mexico considered overseas? I mean, it's not it's really over it's a river. border. It's import, you know. Yeah, so. over the river and through the woods. So the the thing about the Squire line of pedals is it's really going to be difficult for them to make them much cheaper than they've made these right um without sacrificing things they can't afford to sacrifice and by that i mean when you see the 30 dollars donner pedals and whatever like <sighs> if if those break like you're you're just they're broke like you're not going to get customer service to fix that for you i don't know about donner specifically oh, i just but... saw someone have a total like f- meltdown over new x Oh, they just expected them like that's that's what you're sacrificing with those brands is you're not going to get that kind of customer service you would expect from a bigger brand or a boutique brand. You're going to get underserved and you have to be comfortable with the fact that those were probably manufactured in less than favorable conditions. Um, Right. So the guy was complaining he had a new X. I think it was just an OD pedal. Um, He had it for a year. And he was on the talking to people to New X based in California, and they're like, "Oh, you need to talk to." And he said he, it took him days to get someone on the phone. Then they're like, "Oh, you have to talk to the service department." And he can't get anyone on the phone there. It's like that's the stuff. Like you said, that's what we're sacrificing. Like, yeah, you can get it cheap and fast, but you're sacrificing the service. You're sacrificing the quality. It's just like food. Mm-hmm. I mean, fast, when, fast and hot. You got to pick one or the other. What <laughs> it's the 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 little caesars hot and ready ready? was it good it's hot and ready and and ready (laughs) (laughs) never never there's only one rule put your shirt back on there's no rules that's the best commercial of all time so right next to cootie queen and lint liquor (laughs) yeah um i mean speaking put it put it it this way dude i mean think about any company when was the last time you had a company on the phone I was talking to my sweetwater rep yesterday, and he called me daddy. <laughs> Fair enough, but that's yeah. such a rare—that's such a rarity that you can actually call any company and get them on the phone. I—that's one thing I got to say. Like, mad respect and love to Sweetwater. Like, the—I mean, they will like harass you like a obsessed ex-girlfriend um, when you first like get to know them until you're like, listen, I need my space. You need your space. I'll call you when I'm ready. And they're like, oh, okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. But um, like, that's that's the thing with like. I love it. You call, they're like, hey, do you want to talk to someone now or do you want to like wait a couple seconds and wait for your rep? And I'm of course I'm gonna sit there and wait because you know, I that's my boy. Like that's and even when my rep before him was like that was my guy that I was able to call and and they and just chat for a little bit and then order something. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're, we sacrifice. It's one or the other. You don't have to sacrifice it. You, cause there's times when I don't want to talk to someone. There's some, there's times when I want to Amazon prime that. Listen, I feel I'm going to admit this, Blake. I Amazon primed some Stringjoy strings, which I mean, it's still good for Stringjoy, but like I didn't go through the website because like Amazon prime was like, we can have them there tomorrow. And I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I sacrificed a little bit of like, you know, getting a hold of Stringjoy and like, or like ordering through Stringjoy and all that. And, and, but like, I still got it. Like you, we have that choice and that's the thing too. Like it's not one or the other. I, th- I think it's good to have both options in the world. You know Sometimes all- you just need a hot and ready. You know, what's also good to have lots of options on guitars featuring gold accents. Yeah, I do like gold accents, which Squire went all out with gold for their 40th anniversary collection. Look at that. Would you look at that? I mean, just look at it. Oh, the, they can't because it's an audio podcast. No, they can't look at this. However, we got a 40th anniversary Telecaster that is a black with gold hardware and an anodized guard and block inlays. I love that. I love that. Love it. Love it. We've got the 40th anniversary Strat. Does the same, same sort of deal, but with a blue body, which is gorgeous. Um, you got 40th anniversary Tele- Jazzmaster with an anodized guard. I think that's going to sell like crazy. Um, and you got 40th anniversary P-Bass and Jazz Bass. These oh, anodized guards the, are going to be so good. I didn't see the bass. Ooh, I'm going to need that Jazz Bass, I think. Look at that. Woo! That's nice. So oh, pre- even, even on the non-gold one, though. It's a black anodized, yeah. That, yeah, that black, like that really dark burst. It's like not really a burst, but it looks awesome with the black guard. Oh, man, that's speaking my language. I think you'd that's call nice. that a two-tone burst. Yeah, I can go with that. Two-tone burst. Yeah. So all of this is coming in just around 600 bucks, which is pushing up the the price point of Squires a bit. But at the same time, I, I'd i be hard-pressed to turn any of these down. These all look yeah. fantastic. They really do. Wow. That that uh, that black telly is probably the king for me as far as aesthetics go. The black and gold just that 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 looks like it should be more than six. Like take the logo off, slap fender on it. And I'm saying that's a twenty five hundred dollar guitar aesthetically, you know? Yeah, I I think uh, I hate to say it this way, but I think the market on Jazz Masters is fading where that if they released that model, because I mean, three years ago, it would have been just broken the internet. I don't think it's fading. I think jazz masters are just finally becoming ubiquitous instead of the less mainstream option. That's what I think they're, That's fair. they've done. I just, yeah, I just feel like so many people have bought, um, oh gosh, what's his name? Jay Maskus. Jay Maskus, jazz masters mm-hmm. yeah. for that anodized guard and the pickups. Um, so just, they're going to be ridiculous. But you know what? Of all the squires that came out, I think it's going to sell the best. What? Is the new baritone t- classic vibe Telecaster. Oh, man. Yes. Please. I love baritone. Baritone's the only tone. What is that? What is the baritone that you got? That one? It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, I have really... a couple baritones. No, no, it was the really nice one that I can't remember. It like, has a metal look to it. Um, is it is that the millimetric yeah that's it oh the millimetric yeah i do love yeah, that millimetric. the thing is gorgeous my my grez though i think is the one i love the millimetric has the best neck i've ever played ever um but 
the Grez Mendocino has such a unique sound. I find myself picking that up like literally almost every day. It's so cool. Oh, I'm looking at it right now. Oh, it's beautiful. Anyway, sorry. That's not what we're talking about. This this episode is just Blake looking at his guitar, sighing heavily. <sighs> but yeah, that bar- that Squire baritone genuinely looks very, very cool. $500 price point. It's basically a classic vibe, double, double bound. bound. Do you, how long do you think this is gonna? Do you think this is gonna sell out pretty fast? Do you think? So here's the thing. So Blake's it's gone. You're more. It's already gone. That's what yeah. I say. Yeah, I mean, you're you're more in that baritone world than I'd say Scott and I are. I but have a baritone. Like, well, yeah, but barely. It's acoustic, right? Oh, it's, <laughs> it's an electric baritone. Okay, never mind. Acoustic electric? No, um, no, it's, no, a, no. it's a converted Schecter. It's still a normal. Oh, it's the Schecter. Is it the C one? Uh, it's a C one classic. I, I turned yeah. into a baritone thanks to some Stranger custom sets. Okay, con- conversion is not the same as a real one, anyways. But, um, <laughs> okay, right, listen. Okay, whatever. All right. It, anyway, um, what were you okay. gonna say? So, have you seen? It seems like there's been a very big. I don't know if I've just been more aware of it. But it seems like the baritone world has kind of really picked up, especially with like, uh, was it Ariel uh, Posen or Posen? Ariel Posen. Posen? Yep. Ariel Posen. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but especially, I mean, well, you know a lot about that, you know, with your string joy family. Yeah. Like, I mean, technically, um, he doesn't play a baritone either. No, he plays a twenty-five point five. I'm tuned to open now. C. Y'all, so. y'all have fun, whatever. And I have played uh, his guitars set up like that, and I'm like, I get it. This is this is cool. Well, do you know? Do you know who does play uh, baritone? Um, stained, me. stained. Uh, Sorry. Do we have to up. talk about that, man? Do we have to? We don't have I, to. But I personally, Diaz really wants to. I okay. enjoy. I enjoy stained. I saw them live. They're they're fantastic. I thought they were great. Uh, but besides, as long as uh, Aaron Lewis doesn't open his mouth, I'm usually pretty good. Um, <laughs> but it's going to be difficult because he's got to sing in the band. So. Well, I'm talking about like just talking in general. Oh yeah, that would be nice. Sing, monkey, sing. All right, uh, so let's move on. Who? What happened? Did Fender not like? Did Dave not get the message that Nam got moved? That's the thing. <laughs> Nam. The reason Nam's releases all came out at this time is because the sales cycle still exists. For 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 the big brands, yeah. I think a lot yeah, we, of. Uh, Man, they really are crushing it with these releases, though. These all look so good. I mean, good. They're, they're good. Like, I'm not com- I'm not mad. I'm just kind of like, everything we've gone down, it's like Fender, 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 Fender. This like, Jaguar is... Woo. Well, I mean, last oh. week last week was the Paul Reed Smith dump. I mean, we saw yeah. everything from them, or maybe that was two weeks ago. Um, no, this, you just kept looking the at the one. Silver Sky SEs. You just kept looking at those. Yeah. You know who doesn't have a signature guitar, and I've like kind of been like curious about it, is Mike from Incubus. I thought he I feel, did. I don't think he did. Well, I, the PRS he, hollow body never really became a thing. He's, then he stopped playing them. Because he, he played, that was a McCarty 2 semi-hollow. Yeah. And then he, well, wasn't it a full hollow body? It was it was. Oh, it might have been. No, it was, it was full hollow body with Piezo. Yeah, it was thick. Um, and then he went through his offset Fender before it was cool vibe. Mm-hmm. And now he's Music Man? Albert Lee's. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got he's got uh, wrist problems, and he said those are the only guitars that he can like play continuously that really don't hurt his wrist. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I wonder why that. What about it? An Albert Lee so the, makes that possible? 
it's probably the shape i mean uh the ernie ball necks are very small in comparison to a lot of these thicker brands so that was what he said was he used to play really thick necks like if you play a prs like a mccarty too um it's it's a it is a chunky thing like well, and, he played and, 13s too for a long time right right so like he he went hard for a very long time um and then he moved to fender which is smaller and then i mean ernie ball i mean i don't know if the last time you played an ernie ball um, but they really have what feels like compared to like I play Gibson's a lot and then I go to an Ernie Ball. I'm like, this thing is like a baby. They're very yeah. comfortable to play. Like I want I want a Luke 3 so bad. You know what is also really comfortable to play? Jaguars. If you say a fin- oh, okay. Which Fender came out with two two limited edition Jaguars for their sixtieth anniversary for that model. I'm not. Even, I'm not even Give open that Lux one. Anymore. I want that Lux one. Give it to me. That's so, so beautiful. First off, there's a 60th anniversary Jaguar, which has the mute. It has all the features that you're used to: short scale, traditional bridge, nitro, all the fun, fun stuff. Block it. Block inlays. Block inlays. Mm-hmm. Binding. Actually, was binding on a no. Jaguar a normal no. thing? That was a no. Jazzmaster thing, wasn't it? Um. I don't think Jags traditionally had neck binding, actually. I know, and Jazzmasters didn't always, but they did occasionally. Yeah, I, I, I could be wrong about that, but but this right. one's coming in at twenty five hundred dollars, mm-hmm. which yeah, that's about where things are at in that market these days. And then they have the sixtieth anniversary American Ultra Lux Jaguar. It's so beautiful. It's so pretty. So we got wide range double tap humbuckers mm-hmm. full coil splitting uh it's actually a 25 and a half inch scale instead of the shorter normal scale compound radius from 10 to 14 inches tapered heel and comes in at what is it 2500 same price i want to i want to grab that thing and do the the ariel posen thing to it put 17s on it tune it down to b and rock and roll i bet it oh. would slay like that also important thing it's a string through with whatever they call is it the, do they call it the adjustomatic bridge i think they call it the adjustomatic it's a two it's yeah. a tom it's, yeah. it's a tom bridge instead yeah. of the traditional vibrato so it's going to be a more stable instrument for your rockers out there and it's just hot it Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> i like that one so fender's crushing it right now fender and do we have any more? We have more fenders. Gosh. There's, it's like all fender down to. Are, let's skip. We, we've given enough fender. That's a. That's thank enough. you. I've I've totally gotten like ADD. I'm but watching the, Mulan the, too. The, over the here. Japanese vintage reissues are also all stunning and good looking. Oh, that's cool. Awesome. And then they had acoustics. That's great. And then the frontman guitar amp. That's cool too. Um, I I did not look at the frontman. I'm hoping it's better because I just never associate good things with the frontman. I I, if either. it's not if it's not fifty bucks. <laughs> then you lost me um all right so uh i guess this is still considered a fender but whatever uh evh drops the new 5150 super strats and wolfgang electric guitars for, for 2022 um yeah i feel I like this has wa- been done no oh no no is, no, you know no one's is? ever made a super strat what are you talking about well, all this is 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 fucking spinning on uh his legacy eddie van halen's legacy well, i'm sorry I mean, the wolfgang wg comes in at like 700 bucks oh, that's actually pretty is... affordable that, okay uh, i gotta backpedal no. that green one looks cool 
It looks cool. Here's the deal, though. Um, unless, unless I saw him like playing one of these, or like they like literally like said he helped was like designing these, not just throwing things together that remind us of Eddie Van Halen. Oh, we put a red kill switch on it. Okay, so like so our wolf well, is now thing, locked though, I... in in Gibson trajectory where they can never change now because we're locked in. It has to be an Eddie guitar. Um, here's, I feel like here's the thing ahead, though. Sorry, yes, it's is i'm not 100 percent sure about this but i'm pretty sure his family is still involved i don't so, care. so so no i do care because like as if wolfgang the his son is like benefiting yeah. from this i'm okay with yeah. it that's fine um i they could benefit the same by putting out just classic wolfgang boring boring Diaz. remember you couldn't buy one of these for like the last two years because they all sold out so seeing new models and ramping up is actually a really big deal for people who have been holding out for one of these things okay yep and i don't know if you've played one of these they're a great guitar they really um yeah i mean that's cool but like i just i don't i feel like it's the dime bag thing just slapping his name on it doesn't make it a the whole thing with the EVH brand was, I mean, he did it through Fender, but it was his stuff. It was EVH. I mean, it still has all the EVH stuff. It's just new finishes. I'm talking about the Super Strat and all that. Like, no, oh, the 5150 like, guitar? Yeah. Like, but he that, did like, play Super Strats. That's the thing. Okay. He played, like, a few, and then... His once, most iconic guitar is a Super Strat. What are you talking but what about? Was, but once he moved to that Wolfgang body style, he didn't go back maybe he would have who knows i don't know but they put that they made that uh, wolfgang one in a nice what do they call in that color like uh, the pastel green that you're looking at yeah yeah the satin, no, that, satin surf green that's nice yeah no that 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 look i can handle that different colors of that model but okay even then this super strat style like the the, the super strats he played were what the bumblebee uh the frankenstrat he, he played lots of them he played like so many yeah he also played a steinberger do we want to just start putting out steinberger eddie van halen I mean, in, yeah that's fine with me I'm, when, I'm when did eddie him. die right. um uh, two years uh, ago two years Something ago because like the 5150 came out years ago yeah it came out in the, uh, in the, the night or like the uh, wait wait the, the 5150 guitar yeah the super strat style yeah this is just a new version of it I don't know about that. I, I'm looking at press it. releases from 2000 of these things being come out. The year, the year 2000? The year 2000, 20, 2020, sorry. Okay, when in 2020? April, said 2020, died... April 2020. All right. All right, hold on one second. When did Eddie Van Halen die? October 6th, 2020. So this happened during right. his lifetime. It's not spitting yeah. on his grave. It's just new finishes of guitar. I don't like Okay. I, and, and I, wait, it's got a Kramer headstock on it, by the way. Okay. You don't have to rub my rub my nose in it. Yes, we do. Yes, we okay. do. Uh huh. Yes, I I I think it's I'm hilarious. I'm the dog who gets <laughs> beat. Rub it's, my nose in shit. All right. It's like it's hilarious that you're they're getting upset about uh, an I, Eddie Van Halen company. Releasing super strats when that's what he was most known for in most. People. Yeah, but he didn't use like that. I didn't. He didn't. I don't know. He used I it for most of his career. All I say I have to I'm, say is, how dare Gibson come out with a green finish, oh Les Paul? Because that Les Paul is rolling in his grave. Les Paul would never do that. 
I fucking uh, quit this podcast. This is a stupid <laughs> podcast. This podcast is dumb. I'm going to go hang out with Ian. He's less stressful than you two ganging up against me. You haven't hung out with Ian very much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I spent, I, I spent, I spent what, what, five days with Ian? I'm good. <laughs> I, I, I sent Ian. So if, uh, if you're our, if you want to take a second and go to patreon.com slash the effects sleep, you can join our Patreon. And if you give uh, $5 or more, you get in a really cool little chat group where you get to see like stupid memes that I send. Um, and one of them was, it was like a person who doesn't know how to sit on a couch and they use the name Ian. And I sent that to Ian and it was, Oh, I sent brilliant. it to Ian too. <laughs> yeah. I sent it first. <laughs> Didn't know how to sit on a couch. And okay. his reply to me was, I I've sit done like this. that. Every yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what he sent to me. I was like, Oh my gosh. Uh, all right, you want to talk about some new Charvels? Are are you talking to me because I'm just going to complain that are you just going to be mad about another super strat? And I rolling, you know, Charvel didn't sign off on this color variant. Is that about right? You're lucky you've got more listeners than us. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's earned it. Uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. Listen, if you ever want to have your mind blown, sit and talk with Blake about like Instagram, Instagram algorithms and stuff. He like he like schooled me for like 10 minutes. And I was like, when I walked away, I was just like, I am so dumb just in Uh, general. And then now it's all changed. So that's that's I know. So that's when we talked. We talked right whenever the change was happening and you were like, I'm trying to figure it out. You're like, I'm so I used to have it. And now it's changed like three times. So. Oh, really? Yeah, it's it's constantly changing. So yeah. it's constantly throwing it at the wall and sees what sticks. Um, yeah. Guys, this is kind of weird, but we need to pick like a couple more of these because I got to go. Oh, my God. Yeah, I hate was, to be that guy, but actually, like I'm getting, the, uh, I'm getting almost, the bat signal from my, from my lady. Oh, the, hello, the lady. Mm-hmm. I've met the lady. You have. I did. At Stringjoy. Yeah. Did She didn't make it to the, the uh, Airbnb, did she? Uh, She did. Oh yeah, okay. Oh. She did that. That's she, uh, that's when we got hot chicken. Yeah, she hung out and ate hot chicken, and my kid was there, and then she took the kid and oh, left. Yeah. And then and then yeah. And then thanks, Ryan. Then thanks, Ryan. Listen, I want to point out that that I'm pretty sure that audio is gone forever, thanks to my divorce. So, um, let's see. Uh, I want to talk about this. Uh, so we've got a new, uh, something new this weekend. Harley Benton. Harley Benton. Yeah. So we love who's Harley that? Benton over here. Who's who's Harley Benton? Who he's, is that guy? He's, he's rolling over his grave because his new finish on this guitar. <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm going. All right. Uh, so uh, Harley Benton brings the satin black back. With, so this is about what 107 pounds. So it's like 150 bucks. Active SPK guitar. Um, I love stealth black guitars. I've got a. Th- I just. I. I don't know why. I think it started honestly with the Fender Fender Aerodyne series and just kind of mm-hmm. went from there. I feel that. I. I have a thing for it too. Even though it's kind of impractical because it will yeah. get, definitely get messed up faster. Um, mm-hmm. But I love it anyway, and I don't care. Yeah, I really. I. I want a Fender Aerodyne really bad. That's also like a Tom Morello thing. That's true. Power guitar. Like, that thing's. You see, thing's cool. Yeah. They they uh, when they put out the soul power guitar, I really wanted it. Yeah, but you yeah you heard that price correctly. bucks. You just got to pay for shipping. That's where they yeah get you're you. gonna you're gonna add another sixty bucks for shipping. But yeah, one time Scott accidentally bought a Harley Benton guitar on air. 
<laughs> accidentally. Yeah, yeah he was so trying to figure out the shipping. I was trying to figure. I put it in my cart to figure out how much shipping would be, and like just I was going to bail out before it was um, like official, and it just went through. And then they like called me a day later, being like, "So how are you going to pay for this?" And I'm like, "Usually you got to put payment in before the you know the order is complete." Hey German, wouldn't they be a little more aggressive? How do you want to pay for this? It was via email, <laughs> but it wasn't in all caps, uh, so I have no idea. Was it in all caps? Nope. You're just like nine. Sorry. My my dad was born in Germany. I can make these jokes, people. It's okay. The last name Diaz is just to throw people off. That's because I'm from Florida and I had to be ambiguous. Um yeah. <laughs> All right, let's, let, let's wrap this up. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm not, I, I've pulled some of the best uh, segues out in this episode that I've ever you performed, have. and yes. I'm done. I'm out. I, I got you, nothing left. You did. You did well. Thank I can't you. land that one. <laughs> Thank you for your service. All right. We oh. appreciate your time and effort, sir. All right. Yeah. So, uh, we big shout out because he's got to go uh, to Blake from the Tomah podcast. Uh, if you haven't heard of it and you've heard of us, um, hey, enjoy your you listener bump, talk to Blake. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. All, <laughs> all, all two and a half. I don't know how you got a half out of us, but that's probably what I'll take doing. the half. You know, that's fine. Yeah. Half, half whole. And then, um, but uh, yeah, so go check out the Tomah podcast if you haven't already. I don't, it still doesn't make my work in my brain. Um, what's some other cool stuff you want to plug that you're like dealing with? I mean, Stringjoy. They used to be a sponsor of the podcast, and we still love them. We're well, still affiliated with them. Still yeah. affiliated. affiliated. We do have the affiliate link. Hashtag affiliate link. Check out theeffectsloop.com for our affiliate link. You know? You know? You know? There you go. There you go. Uh, um, anything I want to plug is just, just a reminder to pay attention to the Big Ear Pedals uh, socials and stuff, on and mine February as well if you want. 9th. But February 9th is going to be a big, juicy day. So February 9th. No, I don't think that works. No, let's not do that. That doesn't work. No. Sorry about that, Blake. Are we gonna have to like not be able to put this podcast out now too? No, we're probably. Good. We're good. Probably. probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Blake, for joining us. Uh for everyone else, you can go to the effectsleep.com. It's got links to all of our cool little things, our Facebook group, our Instagram, YouTube, uh, our Patreon. A uh, big shout out again to Bigger Pedals. We're going to just keep talking about Bigger Pedals. Um, go to biggerpedals.com, especially starting February 9th, where there's going to be something really cool on there. Oh, yeah. Thank so, you guys for having for the, me. This was fun, oh, even though I made fun of you the whole time. It's still fun. Oh, it's, no, that's what it's these okay. are. <laughs> yeah, it's just pretty much like hour-long roasts. Of, it just depends on who's in the crosshair that week. Usually, okay. it's, it's always you. Yeah, I try to make myself feel better. All right. Well, <laughs> um, I'm going to go cry. Uh, but for the effects loop, I'm Diaz. I'm Blake. I'm Scott. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Blake, you got to say bye. Oh, I do? Yeah, we bye. can't end the episode. Okay, okay see, you, see you guys later. Bye. We refer to that as the Ian rule, that Diaz must be able to talk over you in some way, shape, or form.
Damn I'll put it, a fuzz. Dude. I'll run. I'll run this through some sick effects pedals. Don't make me. Oh my pedals. gosh! Please, it'll be like it'll be like uh, hysteria from the news. Get that like DS1. I just run it through that. I, I think that would be Wait. the first appropriate use of my Benson from uh, Pelican. <laughs> nice reverb with fuzz trails. That would be. You mean, that would you be mean Benford? Ben, you mean Benford? What did I say? Benson. Benson. Yeah, that's not right. I was like, when'd you get a Benson? I have a Benson fuzz in my. Okay, we got to Let's stay focused. Right Blake. Blake has shit to do. I do. Yep. And it's not Wordle. Yeah, I don't even know what that is, and I'm just, at this point, I'm too afraid to ask. Yeah, I, it's, 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 I just found out on the last podcast, and I'm like, I'm not doing that. It's, it's a word a day puzzle that everyone does. I'm, I'm just done. gonna guess. I'm just gonna guess penis every day and see how long it takes for me to get it right. It was Helix in one of them, one of the days. That was kind of fun. All right. So, Blake, have you ever like? I, I know you've been on like before. If it's been a minute, do you remember how we did the intro? No. All right. So I'm gonna say welcome to the effects loop. I'm Diaz. You're gonna say I'm Blake, and then Scott's gonna go. And okay. then, uh, and then I'll do our tagline at the end. And then when I don't we, think I've been on. Have I been on with you, Diaz? I can't remember. You should I know. Only, I usually only call you when Diaz is out. So that's right. right. Yeah, so like it, this is this is it's a first for everyone today, you know. Yeah, have you guys like ever it. met before? We have. Oh, listen, listen. This man has taken me outside and has said, "You cannot release that." Yep, I did. Okay, that was a legit conversation that happened. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was. That was too many, too much bear dick talk on that one. Oh my god, there was so oh, much, so much wait, bear penis. Did you did you hear the song I sent him to Sixty Cycle Home though? Uh. So so one week, so. one week I sent in a song and I said, in, uh, I'm in a secret group with Ryan and Steve. And Ryan was like, hey, you know, like, if anyone sends in a song, we're not going to listen, just put it on. I went right then and recorded a 60 second song that was just me playing guitar and like singing facts about animal genitalia. Oh, wow. That's like, and the, yeah. And the best part was, was I watched the YouTube and the live react to it was Ryan realize like steve realizing what happened because steve wasn't there and like laughing right. about it and ryan just like kind of putting his head down like i fucking deserve this <laughs> i can't remember the episode and i really am upset like i want to find it but he, right. he did deserve it that's funny yes he did mm -hmm. this will never literally the conversation this will never work no it worked last year no it'll never work no it worked last year he's like no no i'll make sure it doesn't work and he made sure it didn't work he did he made sure it was gonna work it was going fine yeah and then here comes ryan with the bear I feel like that should be a shirt. <laughs> Here comes Ryan with the bear. <laughs> like what spelled how though? Oh, just bear dicks. Like B E A R. No, no. B A E R. B A R E. No, no, no. Because then, because then, because then we're gonna make sixty seconds of a group that I really don't think it needs to be. It's bad enough with the fucking Joe Rogan stuff right now. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about that. Oh no, that's fine. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right. All right. All right. Are we recording, Scott? We've been recording. Oh gosh. 